listening to the Brunch Buddies Podcast with champagne wishes and caviar drink. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Brunch Buddies Podcast. Meow. <laughs> yeah, Aiden's not Yeah, out of boy. Oh. Are you doing? Are you doing? Hey, Jazz is in. Hey. Yeah, we'll be starting around ten. Hey, Jazz. All right. Good start. Great start. It's fine. It's a good start. Get that mic close to your mouth. Just saying. Just like a dick. There you go. You know that. Dude. Welcome good back to have to you back. Pod, Matt, Matt Thank Rand. you. Thank you guys for having me again. This yeah. Is, this is, uh, it's been a, over a year since we had you last. Yeah. It's, uh, time has flown by when I'm not talking to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, time's flowing by. Time flies by when Matt Marin doesn't stop talking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now mine was better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, so how long have you been doing Fight Club now? Um, we're a little over a year now. September 11th is our one year anniversary. You started to like... Can we have a little bit of background before we just jump in, Matt? But since we started, um, since we had Matt last on the podcast, I don't think we, you started Fight Club. No, yet. we had not yet. So Comedy Fight Club is this uh, underground roast uh, tournament that happens here at uh, the Lovecraft Bar, which is where we're recording right now, by the way. Shout out to Lovecraft Bar. They thought we were going to fucking steal all their booze or some shit. That's why we had to ask five different <laughs> They're people. pretty anal about that. No, usually when they have shows in this room, they like the bartender comes over and like get collects or drink orders from everyone. So the manager was actually trying to convince the bartender oh, to come in and get and get that. and ask everyone recording the podcast uh, to get drinks. <laughs> <laughs> Sit on my face. Um, that's stupid. Um, anyways, but no, like, so you started, uh, you know, with the big, it's a big roast culture right now. This is a huge thing, like roast battle, roast masters, roast battle on Comedy Central. This is a big thing, like, to, to, like, the roasting itself, it's not just Jeff Ross anymore, the roast of Comedy Central, whatever. Now we have, like, this almost like an open mic like, I guess, centric place to, like, run roast material. Yeah, like, different... Yeah, well, Comedy Fight Club... What it kind of started off as was Roast Battle was a show in L.A. Mm -hmm. and a live show at the Comedy Store, and it came to New York, and it came to New York, and they started doing a New York Comedy Club. They started doing Roast Masters at the stand. Right. And Ben Switzer, who's the Pope of Comedy Fight Club, him and kind of Usama Siddiqui, a few other people, had an idea of doing, like, an open mic version of the Roast Battle shows. And so Ben Switzer started Comedy Fight Club, and after, like, the second or third show he had to leave early and I took over as host and just thought I could turn it into like a mini wrestling themed show oh, that's the thing I really love <laughs> about it I mean like, it really goes back to when we had you on the pod talk about your history with wrestling it's like how much of a cult like when I remember when I first went to Fight Club it wasn't really like that it was more of just like this is what it is we're gonna make fun of each other and don't fucking get offended like this is what it is now it's like there's characters there's like fake storylines yeah <laughs> Facebook beefs Oh yeah, uh, me and you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's incredible. I like, turned on my best friend Chris Crespo a few months ago, and <laughs> now we're now we're friends again. <laughs> it's re it's real it's real interesting. It's it's really cool. It's to it's, see it's good that you've been empire. able to to just like grow with with the culture of like roasting, and like that's a very fascinating thing. I remember that you told us when you were, did the podcast over a year ago that you used to write jokes for people in Canada for like the roast 
things. Yeah, like there's been people um, who paid you money. Yeah, uh, you wrote for Mark Debonis, I think once. right? Yeah. No, I wrote jokes about Mark Debonis for somebody yeah, for yeah, somebody yeah. else who was roasting him, and I didn't know who Mark was, and I just had to like look look, at him. look up his website and try and yeah, come up with mean up. things to say about someone who I've never met before. That's, That's fascinating. Funny. It's, it's, uh, and you know, it, it, is, it seems like it's almost very easy to make up shit about somebody that you don't even know that well. Oh yeah, I'm supposed to roast someone coming up at New York Comedy Club. I just know he's married, and like all my jokes are about how he beats his wife. Who's <laughs> Who is it? Corey Rapond. Oh, yeah. I saw, I saw Corey at, at a roast battle not too long ago when he versed um, the guy who's dating Allison Klemp. I can't think of his name for the Nate life. Fredson. Nate, Nate Fredson. Yeah. Very, also very funny. They both yeah. had a great fight. But yeah. Like, but yeah, very, I'm just making up stuff about his wife. <laughs> but sometimes I feel like when you make up stuff and when it seems almost too fake... You know what I mean? Oh, um, if you lose. know if you know Corey, it's believable he would beat his wife. No, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean like, have you noticed that when you see someone roast somebody and it seems so broad and it almost seems like so the point where it's like so and so is a rapist and it's like is that really? Yeah, like, it's well, I saw I saw one at New York Comedy Club between two girls where every joke was just about oh this girl takes so much black dick oh yeah well she takes so much <laughs> black dick and it was. Just a back and forth of who takes more black dick and who can make the more racist I don't know if that's joke. An insult or more of a competition. This seems fierce. Uh, how was uh, how was fighting uh, Alex Engelbert on on at uh, New York Comedy? Yeah, that was, was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun because we, we we know each other really well, and because of Fight Club, we've been roasting each other for the last year. So it was almost like. It, for me, it got to be like a best of compilation of all the best jokes I'd written about her, plus some new ones I threw. I think she did all new ones about me. It, wow. It's funny she that you said, have like yeah. the Alex Engelberg set. You know, oh, like, yeah. <laughs> 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 you have all the stuff that you could say, and then you add new things that. Yeah, you I put know. together. It's like um, ends with the word cunt. It was a really good match we both had, and that was what I wanted it more was to put on a good show then. I care more about in any of these roast battles, I care more I think it's better to have a good matchup than to win a bad matchup. Absolutely. And I think that should be the goal with you and the person you're going against. To is, make you make each other look good. It's kinda you, like it's it's literally just like wrestling where it's like Let's not make someone look so much like shit as much as, like, let's try to be as good as each other. I'm glad you compared it to wrestling before I did, so I don't seem like the douchebag who's addicted to pro wrestling. I truly think that it is. is. I mean, because comedy, at least stand-up, it's not a duo act, so it's so tough to, like, do the yes-standing. And I think in roast, like, it's like you're not yes-standing literally, but, like, your joke should almost complement the insult after insult. Like, it should keep up and not be, like... Someone go like kills and then get an ooh because then it's like oh well now you're making it easy for somebody to vote on somebody you want to make it interesting I like seeing good battles going into overtime because I'm like yeah. oh this was so good we couldn't make a mind and there have been fights where like this has been so bad we have to let them do at least one joke each to make sure we can end this yeah <laughs> so how did you how did you become so good at like writing roast jokes and stuff I think my my stand up style is pretty set up punchline to begin with and also I had four years of pro wrestling where I was insulting fans <laughs> <laughs> or my opponents or whatever you're, you're pretty much riffing at that point where you're yeah I, with like really clever insults about yeah and uh, sometimes I would have like stock lines if a fan yelled something Something out, or there were times I was wrestling as the bad guy. So there's no really when you're the bad guy, it doesn't matter if what I say offends anyone or upsets anyone in the crowd. That's the point. They'll you're supposed to get more. more evil. And so that's, I was that's so I was kind of just coming up with stuff that entertained me. And it was like, all right, I'll be laughing, and if they don't like it, it'll hate. They'll hate me even more for enjoying my own shit that they hate. That's the, that's a fun. The really crazy thing about Comedy Fight Club is that it's the one show where you don't have to be likable. Yeah. You well, and that, and, and that, no, I mean, I, 
I would say it's a fair oh, like tell us. Oh, oh likable king. Uh, fuck you. Um, <laughs> I, I just think that like I'm not gonna you know fighting like roasting people, but I do think that it's a fair game. You know, like you could be a piece of shit, like yeah. regarded as like a a, a lower comic. Regard, like, you know what I mean, not not, not a lower comic, lower but like people that you know, like I don't want to say any names, but like. It, you may not be likable <laughs> in the comedy scene, but if you have a good fight, you yeah. can win. Oh, there's like, definitely people who I feel like are better at roasting than they are at stand-up. Absolutely. And worse at roasting than they are. It's, there are people who are great stand-ups that roasting's not their thing. And people who aren't very good at being likable and relatable on stage. But when there's kind of that the barrier of likability is taken away and it's just about being mean, mm-hmm. then yeah. you get to kind, yeah. they get to yeah, kind right. of be in their home. Yeah, no, it's uh, I've been, I've been I I I like comment comedy. I mean, I haven't been in a while, but I I I enjoy watching it, not being part of it. I get really I enjoy you being a part of it. Fuck <laughs> you. <right? laughs> I, only have, I only have one joke up my ass. You're a fucking asshole. I just don't know how to write roast jokes. I remember like the only joke I wrote about you is like if I ever fought, if I ever fought Matt Marin, this is what I would say like, you know, it's it's okay. I, I know I'm pretty bad at this, but like I'm not as bad as Matt Marin's doing check spots. Uh, because of the check <laughs> it's like it's the only th- I know but like it's the only thing that I could be like he's gonna get I a would kick get a out kick of out of that, out of that. Yeah. you know what's so funny though is I've noticed also even in I mean sometimes in comedy fight club and the roast battle is that when you insult somebody's comedy that's like the weakest kind of joke you can make if it's at a if it's in front of a real audience oh yeah, yeah. no no you gotta I mean, go for personal stuff like, we all get kind of bored of it it's like oh you're just saying he sucks as a comic like whoa. no but in front of comics you can go after someone's punch you could do this uh, someone went against uh, I sh- probably shouldn't say. well someone just said something about the difference between this and this is that this person could land a punch and it was a, ba- a domestic abuse joke oh, yeah, <laughs> um, I know exactly what you're talking and about and that's a line that'll work in front of comics but wouldn't work it'd be like oh punch like punch line like an audience doesn't make that connection as Absolutely fast as comics no. do so so what's your goal with co- like are you gonna go Facebook live and then go from there to something well let's hold on I just wanna preface this was a really awesome accomplishment from what you've built here is that, that Emilio will ask you or will he, I assume he goes through you to find out yep. which roaster needs to will go through to actually perform at roast battle near comedy club yep. on Thursdays. Yeah, we he's called me his head scout for new roasters. Are you serious? That's and, awesome. awesome. Yep, so we've gotten a few people. One is going to be on this podcast a little bit later today. Catherine Zinni was at New York Comedy she Club. Did, she had a great fight. She awesome. did really Both well there. And um, yeah, the last few have been there. Uh, he's asked me for a matchup and I'll get him a couple people and nice. everyone I've been to and everyone I've heard about is all they've all killed it yeah they do a great job now my question is um so now you have the whole uh inside with near comedy club you do periscope yeah. every week yep and you have quite a decent followership on we that? have like 300 followers that's really and, awesome. we, really and awesome. we get uh we've had over a thousand viewers a few weeks at wow. our best yeah <laughs> that's fucking awesome man well it seems like it's taking off in the right direction do you have like something after that though um, well, we had uh, Phil uh, Phil from Chico, Phil Corbin, was recording and was going to do a web series for it, but he had some personal issues, so we oh, don't... I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure yeah. there was <laughs> an issue with that. Are there, are there any um, from Chico jokes going around? What, that I have about him? Yeah. Um, pff, not off the top of my head. I had <laughs> someone I had introduced him before. I think I just said he looks like a kid who grew up eating paint chips. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, man. Well, we're gonna rotate in some more members of comedy. Because you gotta go. Who, who's who's fighting tonight? Uh, main event is Stephen Bowles versus Dan Wicks. Oh, awkward. T- and yes, fun. <laughs> I like it. Um, we got Alejandro Barreros on there. He's always He's great. great. Um, who else do we have on there? Jess Solomon, who interrupted at the beginning of the podcast, <laughs> <laughs> is gonna be on. Yeah, it's who's gonna be a funny. She was really. She's going against Tristan Smith. 
Oh my oh, god, that's gonna gingers. be a fun match. Two gingers, yes. <laughs> you have a ginger like introduction for them? No, I actually hadn't thought about that until you just said it now. <laughs> I don't even need to think about that. But yeah. Okay. We've had enough gingers at Fight Club. I've ran through a lot of ginger jokes already. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I've got a year's worth of insults on people now. That's awesome. But dude, dude thank um, you so much for, uh, thanks for yeah, doing the podcast. Thanks for again. having me. Absolutely. Yeah, dude, you're right. the man. Thank you. Don't All suck right. too much dick. All right, next we got uh, Mr. Uh, Chris Crespo. Why don't you come on down here, buddy? Oh, Crespo. We don't really have a live crowd as much as we're just saying <laughs> It's just Justin just being like pretending that he's having a good time. <laughs> Crespo. What's yeah. happening, Welcome my man? To the pod, buddy. What's up, guys? How you doing? Good. Uh, you got quite the round of applause before. It was very. Uh, I know. Four people. <laughs> <laughs> it almost makes up for one round of applause. Yeah, I mean, I make up the other half. <laughs> uh, for those uh, at home who don't know, Chris is a comedian who doesn't have actual hands. <laughs> wow, did you actually have to say that, Brad? I mean, we need to make the No, dude, I, I'll say, dude, like, you're one of my favorite people to watch at Fight Club. Oh, thanks. And I, I, I'll, I never, I'll never forget I what you said to, to me is before I went to... physically likes watching you perform at Fight Club. No, no, I got it, Brad. You know, I, got, I got it. Remember when you, when uh, you said to me, I was fighting. I was, I think I was gonna fight Fumi or something, and I was like, Santi, I really like you, and I really want to. I want you to like win tonight, cause like, like I feel like I'm rooting for the Mets. <laughs> like oh, every time you do a rose battle is like so bad. That's a pretty good reference. I'd say the Mets is very close to your roasting. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, there's some hope for this round. <laughs> nope. Just no, like no, you lost again. He's my a- line is just my baseball team and. All my sports team. Sure, <laughs> New York sports are in that on that run is pretty awful. It it's 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 hard to be a Mets fan and a Jets fan and a Knicks fan for a while. Now the Knicks are winning. Now the Knicks, are which good. is shocking. It's, Anyways, uh, we're gonna talk more about comedy because sports bore the fuck out of me. Just uh, you, Brad. Just, just you. Me, just, just, just me. Just the nerdy comedian. You've been. You are the official mascot of Comedy Fight Club. Yes. How did that come about? Uh. I uh, well, what ended up happening was I did uh, I did my first match ever was with Matt on the on nine eleven, and then I just started God hanging out. <laughs> that's a good that's a good day. That, that's true. I I beat Matt on nine eleven. <laughs> so <laughs> beat him on nine eleven. Yeah, a cripple managed to beat somebody. Well, whatever. It's it's that. the whole thing. <laughs> so verbal, verbal terrorism. <laughs> well, yeah, kind of, but. Uh, anyway, I just started hanging out more after the show, and uh, then what ended up happening was I just kept coming, even though I wasn't, you know, with a fight, and that eventually gave me a spot as an official. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I didn't know I was the official mascot, however, so my job's pretty easy. I just represent the people that come up to the, you know, the stage. You just kind of wave, wave your wings at them. Yeah, I, I wave my wings, or uh, I just watch... <laughs> <laughs> and just hope to God. I, I mean, I, I don't know. Like I, I feel like I, I, I have some kind of, I don't know, some kind of like thing role. I feel like I have something that, uh, that I can deliver to the, you know, the whole crowd. Yeah. I feel like I, you know, besides giving them the belt. Which is always like the funniest thing is just like me right. giving them the belt. <laughs> you, and you you have a pretty dark sense of humor yourself. I mean, like in your act is very I, 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 from the history of listening to your jokes, you're very funny, but you're very dark. And I feel like that that has an upper hand to roast battle too. In like comedy Fight Club, is that be that kind of dark and look for like the mean aspects of like somebody in like the most funny way possible. Yeah, I mean, like with with roasting for me is like I don't. 
I like to give innuendos. I like to have the audience sort of fill in the blanks of some of the darker Fre- jokes. Don't, don't, no, it's fine. You're, you're good. Are you it, sure? It sounds I good. It's, shit. it's just the headphones that are. So I'm gonna believe you keep for a little talking. Bit. Keep, yeah, talking. keep talking. Sorry about Yay. that. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I love talking about myself. No, I'm kidding. Uh, there's nothing really to talk about. But yeah, when when it comes to what I do with roasting is I'm very like analytical about it. So I'll study whatever you're doing or. Like if I'm roasting one of you two, yeah. I've roasted Brad, so I just looked up Brad. How many times have you actually beat Brad? We only roasted wrong. Just once. once? Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't have. Did you try to pile up on my losses. <laughs> I don't know. I only beat Brad once. He only. Anyway, what what I did with Brad was an example. I'll just use Brad as an example because it's fun. I'm gonna find out how somebody stalks me behind. The I scenes. I do. I did. I actually stalked you for like I don't know a week. And I li- wrote down all the facts that I knew, and then I wrote jokes based off the facts that I knew. <laughs> Except the fact that he came up with a fake one. He's like, so Brad's sister got raped. Like, that's not real wow. at all. That's like my default line. <laughs> if I can't figure out what you do, it's just like, yeah, he's a rapist. Somebody's a rapist. <laughs> he's a rapist. Someone got raped. So what'd you do? You used Facebook for most of the facts about me? Yeah, and then I watched some of your set, which was uh, which was uh, chal- challenging. <laughs> <laughs> I did not say it. That was Sandy. <laughs> no, it's a roast no, thing. But, no, but we roasted. I roasted you. I watched your set. I watched everything that I could about you. I listened to you. I also got some information from around the circles that we know, and then I just did. I actually down. give you any? I think you did. Think you gave me something. Son of a bitch. Yeah, oh, but it was good stuff. Traitor. <laughs> yeah, I feel like there would be impossible for him to actually unveil insecurities about me because he'd probably feel too bad. No, no, no. He, he didn't do anything like that. But, uh, yeah, you know, it was, it was good stuff, dude. It was fun because I, I wrote all this stuff down. And, and like, literally, I write laundry lists. So that's, any, that's phenomenal that you can dissect it. Like, I mean, like, I feel like I like to tell myself that, like, that's how I can do comedy is, like, I do that research about how, so what, what are comedians doing? What have I not done? How can I be different? And that's really relative for roasting because it's all about research based. If you really want to be like, if you really want to, I feel like you want to nail somebody on stage to get like real hold card fat, like cold hard facts. Yeah. I think that's very relative. I will say your beluga whale joke was the first attempt at like writing a roast joke. That was like the one I was like, oh, I got to hit him on that. That was, oh yeah, the beluga. That was so great. It's one of my first jokes. (laughs) I, I don't know, but I don't write regular jokes like that. When I write regular jokes, it's just like, okay, what what just comes to mind in terms of what happened in my day-to-day life? And then I just write that down in the joke format. Yeah, yeah that's – your set tonight at the, uh, the at the mic was like the, the whole like your the your mom's will, how like oh, the yeah. arm things. Is that, tr- is that true? That's a real – excuse me. So, yeah, so what ended up happening was I read my mother's will – and one of the things that she's going to give me when she passes is her arms. <laughs> so that's a real... Did you think this through at all? I, d- I don't know. I think it's more of an emotional thing with mothers, you know, Brad? You know, it's kind of like the right to bear arms. When, they when, don't literally mean it. Well, when people love you, Brad, they, they want to do something <laughs> special for you. <laughs> so that's kind of like... If you, if you did enough research, you know my mom loves me a little too much. So. Oh, my yeah. God. I know, but... For the sake of a joke. <laughs> so what I did was I said, okay, this is... Uh, when I read this, I was completely shocked. And I, I didn't know what to, to react or feel like. I was just like, holy shit. Like, my mom's going to cut off her arms and just give it to me? Like, That's what? funny. Like, That's like, the joke started to, like... Like, the first day, 
I really didn't know how to feel like when I saw it. I just didn't have like an emotional like it, it didn't dawn on me. Yeah. You know, and then it slowly slowly when I was writing new material, I was like, Oh, there's there's a treasure trove here. Like what my mom gave me <clears throat> may have been body parts, but there's so much <laughs> there's so much here that is just it's a treasure trove. It's I literally like one of the other comics that we well uh, Alex um what's his last name? Damn it. Uh, we were talking on the stairway. He's like, "You, have, that's like a thirty-minute bit right yeah, there." I was yeah. like, "I don't know about thirty minutes, but like maybe 15. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the idea yeah, of it's like. Hilarious. I just love the idea of like body shaming my mother's arms when I'm crippled. I just that think the hard. the idea of like that. you like going to the bar and like talking to like women and being like, "Hey, don't." I know that's funny, and then like you jerking off like that's really funny. Uh, well, yeah, me jerking off. Period is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> How does it happen? I'm not going to tell your listeners, Brad. Brad. Yeah, come on, Brad. <laughs> I think uh, our listeners are curious. but I think it's just you. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, I still don't know how he wipes his weird. ass. Everyone but, wants to know that. It's like the craziest even thing. Even though there's so many inventions to jerk you off these days, it's actually not surprising if he has something like that. Yeah, Yeah, but it's like, all right, how do you get a flashlight from your elbows to your penis? I mean, if your penis is in, uh, like... Uh, like <laughs> well, Chris, as a man with arms, I don't have to worry about such a thing. So, such Oh, an what a cop-out answer. <laughs> <laughs> well, Chris, thanks so much for uh, joining us. Quick. Thanks, man. The man. We're man. shuffling right through. Dude. Thank you. Have a good fight tonight, man, All right. if you have one. All right, man. Uh, guys, let's welcome to our little pod here, Justin Lanza. Yeah, yeah. Boom. Oh, yeah. Slid right in. Yeah. yeah let's What's going move. on? Are we, are we making fun of Brad? What's happening yeah, here? Yeah, let's we're doing it. That's what we're doing. Podcast, <laughs> are we picking on Brad? Yeah. yeah. It's been most of my, nice. uh, my day today has been pretty nice. shitty because of that. Are you fighting tonight? I am not. Oh. Not today. So, Justin, you got involved. You're the uh, spirit animal of Comedy Fight Club. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You want to get a little closer? I want to get your sure. beard and your mouth in there. Here we go. Justin has a wrestling. legendary beard. Uh, you won't be able to see it, but I will tell you that it is finely groomed. Do you use beard mm-hmm. oil? Uh, I do not. <laughs> wow. I'm lucky what a, what a in, that it, in that it falls, yeah. And then for those of you wondering, it's about nipple length. <laughs> it's pretty long. It's, it's, it's like the ZZ easiest top. way I can describe. <laughs> Borderline ZZ Top. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> Except his is definitely a little silkier and definitely probably well-groomed. Uh, well, I've, I've let myself go in more ways than one. It's kind of Gandalf-y. I, I, I remember seeing you like, was like two years ago at the pit on a, that Sunday mic. Oh, yeah, the Sunday mic. And you mic. were starting to grow it. Like, it was. It was like yeah. just starting. Yeah. Dude, I remember when you had like a, when it was just like a mustache. Yeah, that's my B look. My B look. I cut my hair and then I and then I grow like a nice woolly mustache that goes over my mouth. I just I don't want people to see my mouth. I don't want people to know what I'm thinking or saying at all times. <laughs> you have a you have a, I, I was, when you say the pit. You know what made me remind me of the what? one joke that he has about uh, uh, little. Uh, what about the the KKK guy who's just like stay away from my daughter? What, what joke is that? Oh yes, uh, the the uh, the KKK in their um. The names are silly, right? The, yes, they have a very silly ranking system. Yeah. <laughs> and it sounds like a Dungeons and Dragons game gone horribly wrong. <laughs> and then it uh, and then I go through some of the ranks. There's Grand Scribe, there's Grand Cyclops, uh, you know, and then the punchline is uh is uh the first we must take this hill, but our archers will fall back <laughs> and fortify our boundaries to keep these cowboys away from our daughters. <laughs> 
<laughs> Not my president. <laughs> it's a classic bit. It's classic Lanza. I felt so Conan-y of me to set him up for that. Yeah, you set I him up had, for that bit. I could not help myself. No, it's fine. I haven't said that one in a while. Feels good. Uh, it still works, man. Shaking off the old still bits. Get it. Whoop, whoop, still dusting them off. So how long you been? Uh, you you started with them as well, like around the same time, like with the, I, with the, uh, with the Comedy Fight Club. I mean, a lot like Crespo. I just I started coming just because I loved it and it was fun and. And uh, I just, I had these outrageous reactions. Maybe it's just because we're comics and we all love attention. But it was, like, it, was like, it was like a new way for me to be funny. You can take a joke and you can just, if you're doing a roast battle, you can heighten it with the silliness of reaction. In the same way that people do with internet videos where, you know, where they cut in the face and they're like, oh, hey, what's going on here? And then it's, you know, two girls fighting over an ice cream cone right. or something like no, that, no, ripping weaves off. Yes. It's yeah. the same, same concept. I went, in a, I went to L.A. and I got to witness one of their roast battle shows, and my favorite part was the Negro Wave. <laughs> what and is that? It's the, uh, it's, uh, the, I think it's usually three young guys, and they basically do um, these little skits in between when a joke really yeah, kills, yeah, yeah. and they do just oh, ridiculous yeah, 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 stuff. And they, and they, they, used to, they do the Roast Masters. Those uh, guys come to yeah. roast. When they're in town, they, they go do. to Roast Masters because Jeff Ross is the sponsorship of that show. And then for Rose Battle, they brought them on for the the Comedy Central one. That's great, and yeah. I love what they do. They're phenomenal. Yes. They're hilarious. The fact it's that so they random. can they can bubble up the hype, and it's kind of like a bag of popcorn. Like once it starts going, they can get like a couple more like waves of pops. Yeah, yeah. And every, the and I, I remember the goes. judges at uh, the Comedy Central Rose Battle. They're like, "What?" Like I think Kevin Hart was losing his shit. He's just like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> it's so funny. The most because yeah, the, no one knows what to how so, to like take it. Like yeah, as a comedian, yes. we get it. But like as like people who are just like seeing this for something like I don't get why I saw here. a joke that really killed and one of my favorite things they did was um this super uh, skinny young black dude ripped off his shirt put on a Wendy from the Wendy's restaurant wig <laughs> ran out on his knees and then somebody hit him with a squirt gun and he just laid back with his tongue open and just got hit oh with my it gosh. and it was just so outrageous do you and, find and yourself to be like that character for Comedy Fight Club uh, my character is a little meaner I would say. And a little less uh, outrageous, but I'm, I am. I, th I, th I try to echo the reactions of what people are thinking, and then interrupt if you know if something right. sucks for you, the funny. You're, yeah. uh, you're, you're like you're, it was like it was like last week. I was here. I was watching. Is that Jerry Lyra, You and Jerry Lyra were like, yeah, 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 yeah. It, just <laughs> yeah. Like, it went on for a couple minutes until whoever gave up on it. Yeah, anything that's that's that, commitment. Yeah, anything yeah. that's that's silly and that doesn't involve me having to tell actual jokes <laughs> <laughs> is is number one in my book. Well, the, I love the silliness of you. And same thing with Andrew Castor. It's all like a very character base, and uh, I was talking to Santi today. I was trying to like, cause I like, I, I was a couple times that Mike's. I'm just like trying to run a character, and I just for some reason I don't want to allow myself to be that as that silly. I'm I'm silly on stage, but not like to the point. I'm kind of like like almost like the dad's being my mind. Like you don't get that silly on stage, son. Like I don't. Yeah. I don't allow myself to do that, and mm. I feel like. Oh, do you I, think I, you want to be cool? <laughs> I actually, that's that why I wear uh, high tops and tight jackets Jesus. on stage. Oh. And, I, and I dress like a rapper. Yeah, you know? it's that, no, the cool it's kid true. comedy. Yeah, yeah. Once, once you get your who, who was it? I think J.P. McDade or somebody said it on Facebook. It was uh, once you get your first late night set, ever you get a cool jacket to do comedy, and from now on. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's so funny. True. Yeah, it's very true. And it's yeah, it's very true. Like that persona. It's like well, it's like when. Uh, when they promote a, a, like a young band and they're trying to get this band to make it and then they dress them up in like this weird way where it's like they're wearing the most expensive clothes from Target. <laughs> <laughs> they got like the fedoras and the vest. But it's not nice. 
you know, it's like off-brand, like Chuck Taylors, and it's just, it's just, it's kind of like it's, it's kind of like every Backstreet Boy music video where it's like, oh, that clothing looks kind of nice. And you get closer, like, isn't that just a white T-shirt and linen pants? Yeah, yeah a bunch much. of background yeah, dancers up there. Much. It's crazy, but um. So do you feel like the roast battles have kind of helped you your stage persona as well, like for stand-up? It has. Uh, doing we do this uh, we do the halftime report where I'll come up in between uh, in between fights and I'll talk about what happened and that's a great. I, I love. By the way, that was like the first time I've ever really saw that, and I love that. I first saw the interviews when I think when you first started doing it, but the whole halftime report was even funnier. It's just him. So you're just taking notes in between fights. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, I've, just I've learned to take matches and finding his favorites. So uh, yeah, I've learned. Really I've learned to take notes in between, or if I have a, if I have a gag I want to do, I'll just do a gag the entire time, as long as it's relevant. You something you just said was actually very relevant, and you told me once we were talking about comedy like a little while back about writing. The thing I like about you at open mics is you'll actually take notes on the comedians. If you like a joke, like if there's a joke, yeah. like maybe you had a tag for them. He'll literally yes. jot all of it. That's, that's really of, nice. That's one of my favorite things. Is like it's finding a tag for somebody. Like if somebody comes up with something and then they have a tag, I think they would like or they could use in like giving them that. Mm -hmm. A comedy is it's such like a stand up is the most selfish pursuit mm -hmm. in entertainment. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're by yourself mm -hmm. and you're for yourself, and just any sort of interaction I can have that. I mean, what could feel better than giving someone a good tag? I've had good tags given to me, and I like I love it. It's like it shows people Absolutely. are paying attention yeah. to your shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. That, that's the beauty. But of it no, too. no one at an open mic is attentive. No one's actually listening to you. But that's what I like about him is yeah. that he actually is really paying attention, especially if he likes what he's hearing. I mean, like you're gonna fucking just keep like, oh god, there's another. That's thing really here. cool. And that's and that's that's so selfless at an open mic. I think that was something I made I made a, a duty to do when I didn't wasn't getting laughs. Period. If I was just straight bombing for the first couple months of comedy. I would go up to comedians and just tell them like I liked a bit, like because I'm like I'm a fan too. Like don't let's not forget we're in this because we like it. Mm -hmm. I like to think that and to like that extra leg of saying here's also we're really in this for that sweet sweet pussy baby. <laughs> oh god, ah. it's just so like it's so soft in your hands. I don't know how to describe <laughs> it. It's just god that comedy. Mm, they mm. like they just they give it up to you. You know Absolutely. what I mean? I could just sweet sweet comedy yeah. love. I could grab it. it just it just <laughs> it sifts through my fingers. That's so cool, man. That's awesome. You know, they like do, vaginas do. So in, in the tournament of Fight Club, have you made it to the semifinals? I've the done I've done zero tournaments. <laughs> I've done all call out matches and uh, and one offs and then like gimmick matches. Which has been you're which like been a lot the, of you're fun. like the real like Justin Lands is making a cameo tonight kind of thing. Kind like of, a celebrity yeah. of like Fight Club. Like when I am, I am. Yes, I am. I'm kind of like a shitty little just keeps celebrity. Coming back, but never actually stays long enough. <laughs> right. It's like I, I never want to take part in the actual tournament. I just I want it to be. Uh, I guess I just want it to be special when I'm up there. You know. Hey, it's really good to be here, everybody. Yeah. Uh, hey guys, thanks for seeing me, and uh, let's get to roasting some Jews. Right? <laughs> yeah! Yeah! She's a Jew. Yeah. Oh my. So, so which was has been your favorite fight so far? Like uh, as far as like mm, jokes. It's, and it's it's tough to remember. I do have uh, some favorite fighters. Uh, I've been very open. I love Justin Angermeyer. He oh yeah. So silly and so doofy, and he and I had a good battle back and forth. And he he just makes me he warms me up in a place that is that is hard to describe. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I, uh, one of the fight I heard about was John Newman telling me the time he fought him, and he won by a, drawing a picture. Yes. And it oh was yeah. And I, when, he, when John Newman told me, I go, "I'm sorry, dude. That's fucking." Hilarious. Especially in a city where it's just it's you just shit on everything. That's Wait, not so stand he drew up, a picture of John Newman. 
Yeah, he had it. So he, he had it prepared, and he's done this a couple of times. So he'll have a prop ready, and he'll be like, oh, "I found this uh, this picture here. It's uh, it's John Dooman taking a shit on his mom, <laughs> or, or, or whatever ridiculous thing he has." And his voice is and his and his voice is so funny that he can just he can carry out like whatever he's saying. That's the you know I will say it's it's almost like cheating, the way like he had like his dialect and the way he talks. I'm like God damn it, man! I wish I spoke like you. Right, he's got the voice. He can sell anything with that. Yes, but he's got control. Like he knows he he knows he he knows when the audience is listening and when they're checked out. Absolutely. Because in that that room is vicious, and I make it that way. You know. Oh, dude, with my antics, I did it three times. (laughs) What was that? <laughs> yeah, baby. They're getting mad at us for doing a podcast. I don't think they're going to be any keener on a vape. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It smells like Teen Spirit down here. <laughs> but uh, so, I guess the the you know from from a, from a comedian standpoint, would you, would you agree that like Comedy Fight Club has created this trend of people wanting to do it because it's just like it's good for your comedy sort yes, of thing? Yes, especially in in a in the world of young comics who are just starting out, you know, like, like five years and under or more or less, you know, but at that, that open mic or, you know, hosting or, or whatever level where you're in New York, it's just, a, it's like, it's just a great place to come and work on it. And now roasting is at an all time popular and we've got this following where we can just, right. We can just keep going. It's, and it's one of the more fun shows in New York. I'm very proud of. You That's know, what, you know it's, it's unbelievable too. It, it just, it's another excuse to have stage time. Yeah. Whereas it's so hard to get here. I mean, like as much as there's so many shows, there's so many comedians. At least you guys are welcoming enough to say, "Hey, we don't even know you're good at this, so let's just give you a shot." That's true. And uh, sometimes I'm to tell you, we shouldn't. <laughs> we shouldn't do that. We get some strange. We get some strange birds with uh, no jokes. <laughs> that's all. The, that's all the more fun. Just for the, like for a the, regular mic. Yeah, just, you know, you're just like maybe you should just have shot up that school you were planning on hitting. Yeah. <laughs> maybe all you the, should have hit up that one. Yeah, more fun for us on stage to that's so funny. to rip them well, apart. Thank, thank you so much, Justin. Thanks, Justin. Oh, man. Thank Thanks you guys for, for having me. Yeah. Good to see you guys. Yeah, of course. And now we're gonna move right along with Miss Catherine Zini. How yeah. about that? Does that sound good? That sounds great. Welcome to the giant. Hi camp. guys. There we go. Hey, Catherine. <laughs> How are you? Good. I know. I'm dressed exactly like her. Did you do that on purpose? No, I didn't. That was an accident. I just walked by the mirror when I was leaving, and I was like, "Oh Jesus Christ!" That it's was so hilarious. funny because I'm like, "There's no way they're roast battle kicks." I remember I spoke to Caitlin like last or two weeks ago, and I'm like, "She's like." I, I just I don't I get it but I I can't do it. And I'm like I'm like you sweet lady. Everyone says that and that's what I said before I did it and it's just not true. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it sounds like the version is like you haven't tried anal. Well, maybe. <laughs> I was trying so hard to like try to bring that joke funny and I'm like this no. is not funny. That's so that's funny, but like so when you fight it okay this is a funny like I was supposed to fight a, a female comic. Yeah. And like I was like oh like there was a part of me that's like, oh, if I get beat, like it's just gonna be it's, like I was just in this mindset of like I know it's sexist, but a part of me was like, oh, I'm fighting a girl, damn it, and like I suck, so I knew I was gonna lose because I'm really who, bad. Who was it again? Um, Carolyn. Something I remember. I don't remember her what? name. When was that? I was like I don't know six months ago or something, or like a year ago. You, were, was, you I thought you versed Jacob Silver and. No, I didn't. I didn't show up. Like I didn't fight. Oh, I was one of those guys that said didn't like, show up. I just didn't show Ugh, up. And so she had a pussy. Yeah. I, 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 I'm, I'm a huge. Pu- like, what do you? Of course, like, I, 
it was legitimate. I had a show and I couldn't do it. Ooh. But, <laughs> no. Oh, did you hear he had a show guy? Ooh, where do you get one of those? Ooh, huh? Huh? But, but it was like, so when you fight a guy, how do you, like, how do you, is this, I well, mean, of course I, the same. How do you right? fight a guy, you, you sexist <laughs> I know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, Trump is president, bro. It's ho- horrible. <laughs> as a comedian, yes, Panther, with, with two hands, by the way, yeah. I'd like the <laughs> to state hey, that she's already got a bigger advantage than Crespo. She can actually reach for a banana. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm, I know that that's stupid to, to ask, but it's a like it's a it's like a question I had. What? I, I, I think, well, let's rephrase it. Do you feel like that there's a challenge more being judged as a woman to do roast battle? I don't know. Well, I, what I was gonna say was I think it's important to not feel bad. Yeah. Yeah. All, so just be as brutal as possible and uh, don't worry about because it's not about hurting people's feelings that's my favorite thing yeah. about Fight Club is you can say the most vicious things to each other mm-hmm. and it comes out and everyone laughs it off yeah yeah that's, it that's doesn't what's matter but you know what's really funny is like seeing like the spite in someone's eyes of like oh I think that actually might have hurt yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I like that. I've seen, <laughs> have you, have you seen, seen fights going bad when you're like, oh, that was just I've, too I've, personal. I, was it, was it your night that that fight was – was your night that you fought Dan Wicks? Was that Eric Newman, Danny Palmer? Is that a different No, fight? no, that wasn't that Okay, night. never mind. Sorry. Did that go oh, sour? Oh, sour. Well, what, what happened? So it was Danny Palmer, Eric Newman, and it started off like a great fight. Like Danny had the first round, nailed, basically had the most hits. Then Eric had the better round. And then the third round, Eric's kept making the same jokes about how Danny looked like a pedophile, but in different ways. Yeah. But the audience was loving it. Yeah. And Danny was getting pissed because the joke kept killing him. He just he starts turning on the crowd. He's just like, really, really? He's going to keep making pedophile jokes? Yeah. That was doing it? And I'm like, dude. It's a, and I'm thinking, like, this is a sold out crowd at a club. Yeah, that was and bad. And you're that turning on the fight. audience because you're not getting the laughs you want? Yeah. Like, grow up. This is a show. Like, make each other look good and accept the fact that he's going to use the same joke. And if it's going to kill... So be it. Right. I mean, I think there are certain unspoken rules with roasting. Like you can't, you can't get upset, or at least have not you visibly. Upset, no, because I have, I haven't done it. I've done it like six or seven times, and I've that's yet a lot of times. To and she got to do it at the club too. Yeah, that was. Fun. I feel like sometimes you know what you were saying like about like men and women roasting. Yeah. I feel like sometimes people are afraid to say. Like Thanks what, what to me. Say. Yeah, I'm like, you're not really roasting me. I don't know. You're not, it's almost like you're beating around the bush. Yeah. Like, like you could be making, making meaner <laughs> yeah. jokes about you. Okay, I kind of feel that. Go for it, I think. I say just... You gotta go balls out, out with this well, thing. That, yeah. It's I'm, the I'm, only I'm, time you're gonna be able to. Right, exactly. Truly, and like get away with it. But yeah. I'm always afraid that if you say something that's not, like, you're gonna hurt... Like, I'm always like, oh, that was that was a little too mean. You know well, what I mean? Like that. I'm always in my head. I'm like always like, have this prejudice of like. Oh. I mean, that's the point. You know, I don't. I, if you don't want to be mean, don't don't do it. Which is exactly what <laughs> you did. Like, so I, that worked out. I feel like yeah. as comedians, like we do have this weird bitterness about about everything, and I feel like if you don't express that at all, it almost right. can hold you back. Would you yeah. agree with that? Yeah, I think so. I think that's where it comes from. I think that's why people are good. I think there are certain things. <laughs> You've been thinking about people for a long time, and then you can you, you can let it, it out. Yeah, it's funny seeing people roast each other that clearly weren't friends. Yeah, yeah. Do you think that being friends like is an important part of roasting someone? No, not at all. It definitely helps. I mean, yeah, it you helps. Personal. Yeah, if you can get personal, that helps. But I mean, I've seen I've roasted people. I've never. I just roasted Chip Hall. I've never met him before. Did oh, say, well, like, that was a. Did you kick his ass? He did, that, that's another thing. He didn't roast me. He didn't. I don't know. I think he does that a lot. But the anti roast. Yeah. Anti-roast. 
Wait, so so did you just like destroy him? She she obliterated him. It was well, it was almost like he wasn't really doing jokes. I think he was drunk, to be honest. He might have well, been. What was he? He's just like, oh yeah. I forget. It I was more like pointing out. like Catherine Zini is <laughs> dumb. <laughs> 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 like, borderline. Like, what that right. was. Like, and that was better than what he did. That's funny. Love Chip, but that fight was fucking atrocious. Yeah, yeah no, I'm, so I have respect for people who can do a good job at that because it's so fascinating that you know, it's like fun. every time I watch it, I'm like, it's so much fun. Yeah, and I think you could do it if you stop running away. <laughs> <laughs> Such a pussy. That was the nicest way. Maybe you're dodging the bullet. <laughs> Tell him he's wearing an ugly dress. No. You know? oh my God, that's so funny. So so yeah, like you've gotten to do it at New York Comedy Club. Yeah, so that was amazing. Cool. That was so much fun. Have you done? Have you? Are you? Have you done an audition for Late Night yet? Uh, no, Brad. I no, haven't. I'm <laughs> no, I'm saying that's fucking cool though that he got to audition. Like she got to do that and like. The booker, like that's the beauty of this, this also this competition. The bookers are there for this. Oh yeah, right. Big, big so they fans, get to yeah. see you do something. I mean, yeah, it's not your standup, but it's still seeing you do something that's relevant and that they look for, and they could still hit you up for. Yeah, it. and he did. He did mention that, but it was kind of like pat on the back, like yeah, I'd love to have you audition sometime. And I'm like, ah. So I tried to add him on Facebook. If you're listening, um, he, he listens to this podcast. Me. He listens occasionally, but I think he might listen to this because he does. Yeah, you know, really. If you're listening, just yeah. accept it. He didn't accept my fan request. He won't. <laughs> he won't until you're past. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but that's a like New York is a kind of place that like they're big fans of like um, giving young people Peter Payne bros battle like new theme shows yeah. that are like well yeah it's a big it's a big thing I was talking to another comic I'm not gonna say his name because he's still working on this but he has a say his whole, name no it's, <laughs> no it's like stuff Very like secretive. He's, he's no he's like working so, on contract and stuff but okay. the Bigger show's premise is like also like a prank show like it's a comedy show mixed with prank calling which I think is such a cool premise. And he gets the audience involved. He's like, yeah, we're going to have like the audience like write down like ideas and like fake identities oh, for me. God. And I'm going to call these people. And I'm like, that's fucking cool. Like that's, that's yeah. different. And I think that these themed shows are really big now. They weren't before. Everyone's just like stand up, stand up, stand up. Yeah. And it's like, it's nice to have something different. I mean, it's kind of, it's annoying for tourists who don't know. They just think they're going to a regular comedy show. And then there's or, like, I mean, or people not. throwing insults. It's funny. Oh, like I've, if, you, I've, if I've, someone I've, from like New Zealand ends up at the New York comedy club and there's like, Oh my God, what is this thing? Like they're no, roasting. I feel like, I feel like, no, I feel like they'll be more on board because they're actually more liberal with like insulting people. Whereas like uh, someone from like, the Midwest comes in. It's like we're just here to see some stand-up comedy. Oh, oh they're being mean. <laughs> yeah, they're being. Oh God. What did he say about her dead mom? Oh no. <laughs> I've li- I, but I've also seen a roast battle where the entire crowd turned on the premise of the show. I was on it. It was me and Mike Coscarelli. We did roast battles the first time I ever did it, and the entire crowd was just like not okay with any of this. Are you serious? I swear to God, every almost except for the last match. The last match kind of saved it because they were really good, but like everyone just ate it and the, everyone was like turning on like Matt Richards was just like listen yo like this is not my fault like I'm tr- like you guys didn't understand this is roast battle and everyone was just like we don't like this I don't know why we paid to be here kind of thing oh man it yeah. was a disaster but like and then I've seen ones where I'm like holy shit these people had no idea what they're coming in for and they're so happy they came it's yeah. a hit or miss kind of thing yeah I, I feel like most of the situations I've been the audience eats it up they love That's seeing awesome. people it's torn gotten, apart saying, like roast battle has the gotten so good like it's unreal so, Who's your favorite fighter? Um, to watch? Yeah. Or to, um, oh gosh, I don't. I need to know who I need to bet on next time I count five. I five. can't think of anybody. Me? I think I'm, <laughs> fa- I'm fantastic. There, it is. <laughs> there should be like a comedy fight club, like you know, like gambling thing going on. There is. 
Uh, we couldn't get him on. Billy Presida is the official bookie. Of oh yeah, there Club. is. Yeah. No way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is so I, awesome. I won. Uh, I won over. Uh, I won twenty five bucks because of Lindsay Tyson and Joe Weiner. I nice. bet on them. Get the that was I a great fight. I bet, I bet Lindsay to win and uh, their fight to be the fight of the night, and I won both. Look at that. Look at that, Brad. Oh, hey. it was, it was you, great. You're not a good fighter, but then you're, you're a good gambler. I am great at throwing my money away, possibly. So. Such a Jew. Uh, I like it. Uh, it's a bad habit. My grandfather is a, <laughs> a very much a uh, big gambler. Um, but yeah, Catherine, this is this is really cool. Hey, I, we have never we have an official event. Yeah, so, well, yeah. very nice. It's a nice mission, too. Yeah. Charm. Oh, hi, yeah. Brad. Well, thanks for having me, yeah, guys. Yeah, of course. We'll, we'll have you on a regular episode at some I would love that. Yeah. So Absolutely. don't forget. All right. Okay. We'll see you in a couple minutes, Captain. Guys, last but not least, we got Mr. Sam Stevens. Sam Stevens, yeah. everybody. Spam the chair, everybody. Yeah. Sam Stevens, how's it going, pal? Yeah, it's going well. It's going well. Is I, that, I honestly don't think level? that Sam Stevens has changed his T-shirt since I first met him. <laughs> uh, that it, it, it's the same T-shirt in concept. You know, it's the same Hanes V-neck large. What do you but, get yours uh, from? Uh, well, uh, Walmart or my mom when she's like, I bought you these V-necks. <laughs> Is that like the Christmas? It's just the same package of V-necks over and over. Oh, they're it, playing music now. It's whittled down to that. You know what I mean? Like because like uh, on Christmas, uh, she buys me clothes, but I have a lot of strange preferences on clothes. I won't wear brown. That's like a thing. Well, that's fair. Brown's so, a shitty color. Yeah, I, I didn't I, mean that to go that punny that fast. I I do audible audible uh, books on tape, and I, and I I just read like I just listen to whatever because uh, I travel for work all the time, so I like have this. Uh, that was the fanciest lot statement of free I think I've heard on this podcast. Well, yes. uh, so I what, actually do audibles because I travel. <laughs> my you point is, my point is, is is I, I I listened to a like a psychology book, and it talked about how brown is the least desirable color on a man as opposed to black. Or blue. Yeah, but have you ever seen a man cut down a tree? Always wearing brown. Is he? Man. Paul, when I think Paul Bunyan, I think like a brown, red, and green shirt. Yeah, I guess it's kind of true. Like a lumberjack yeah. shirt. But do you think that maybe hurt the image? You know what I mean? Like in a way that that's like olden time. I'm wearing brown pants. I'm trying to lift <laughs> these up. Right? <laughs> trying to defend it so hard. Trying to defend these brown pants somewhere. You look good in those brown pants. I'm not saying you don't. I'm not saying you don't. But uh, very insecure uh, man. Th- so this is that. this is just what I read in this book. I read a lot of bullshit. I'm not gonna lie to you. So like everything, <laughs> everything I read real, is just stuff I. UK Daily News <laughs> I am not sure if anything that I that I read or listen to on Audible.com is true. Some stuff makes sense, you know what I mean? So I do the, like the horoscopes. I do the reason and logic thing, I guess. But however accurate that is, that's right. where I'm at. That's the best I can do. Like it really <laughs> No, like right, like at the end of the day, it's just That's yeah, really it's the, the reason and logic thing is the best I got. So Sam is known for wearing outrageous costumes at Comedy Fight Club. Last time I saw him, he came out in a Wonder Woman costume with sparklers. That's funny. He lit sparklers in a bar and came out <laughs> to fight. Who'd you fight again? Uh oh, I I fought Tony Brooklyn. It was Tony my Brooklyn favorite. Tony Brooklyn could not have been more pissed off. Yeah, yeah. he's already and, an angry and, man. Well, no, not only that. He, Sam was murdering with this whole thing, and like Sam was just doing—you were doing—you were doing like a, a lot of ironic anti-jokes yes, about Tony Brooklyn, yeah, yeah. and it was perfect. 
Yeah. And Tony was trying really hard, and like he got one really good joke in. I don't remember what it was, but just Sam and like Tony just could not believe that he was losing. Like he was in denial that people did not <laughs> think he was funny. Well, he he won in overtime. So he what happened? Overtime. So yeah. So oh, what, I, what happened was that. so I won. No, no, I won, no, no, dude, this was last week. I won the oh. first match. I won the first match. Second match. Um. Uh, uh. We both did well. You yes. know what I mean. And you know how like 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 I definitely I watch it. and I'm like, man, I did so well and everything. But it was such a great match. It was by far the best match that I've ever been a part of. And Tony did really well in the second round, and I did really well in the second round. And it was about even on the claps and everything. Yep. But there was some people that were like, ooh, like a little bit yeah. like the like some woos in there. Yeah. yeah and yeah. Matt Marin's like, there was a little bit more. So <laughs> overtime. And here's the thing. I had no other joke left. Okay, oh, I thought everything. I I thought I I had done enough jokes, and I thought I'd written enough jokes, and so then I, I threw out there. I guess go uh, um, I just go Tony, can you curl your chest hair like I can? Because I knew we'd get a big laugh yeah. from everybody, given all the yeah. sort of um uh what would you call it? anti? The, I, I was saying like a, like an anti joke. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Given all the, I mean, I mean, I guess the my, irony of it. Yeah. My comedy in general is I find stuff I believe, and then I make it personal, and then I make it ridiculous. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what I had, and I'd run out of those jokes, but I just went for the ridiculous, but it wasn't an insult, and Tony had an insult ready, and he won. And it really is. Hey, it's the best man wins. Like, yeah. we were, yeah. we, you True. know what I mean? It's a fair think, game. think about that. Think about it. I won on the first one, like, fair and square. Second one was, like, right dead even, which goes into overtime. Like, it definitely does. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? And he had that joke ready. And he even said he prepared more than me. He's like, hey, he's like, I had like five or six more that I could have rattled off, and wow. you know what? Wow. I had nothing. I had, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know but what? It I is kind of nice to see that, and that's someone mentioned to me is that characters actually are very effective now in Comedy Fight Club, whereas like, as much as roasting is very relevant and like to be able to like insult someone creatively is a big deal, characters seem to do pretty well there. Uh, yeah. You know what? Uh, one thing I it's I commitment too. I think that also helps. Yeah, one thing I try and do, which which has really helped me, and, and and I and I look so much forward to this, is um I love it because at this point I don't go in with an act. I, I try to win. Of course, you always try yeah. to win and stuff. You know yeah. what I mean. But bottom line is you want to make it a great show. Yeah. So you sit there and, and you and you and you know I, I I incorporate the outfits because because I know that that's something that I can immediately go off of and I can I can I can ramp up to the ridiculousness and people who haven't seen me before can get on board that I'm going to be a ridiculous guy yeah. with and my I, persona. I think it's a nice, it's a nice you know, surprise because like people... Like, people don't know me. They, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, well. That's what I was going to say. It's a nice surprise for people who don't come to the show often and they just see some guy in a fucking Speedo or holding sparklers in a fucking Superwoman costume. It's something like, holy shit, this is way more than I expected. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good show. It's a good show. Well, it's like it's the same thing with wrestling. It's always the most ridiculous characters you remember. Yeah, truly. I mean, like, there's the, the remarkable, like, uh, electrifying, you know, people in sports entertainment, and then there's, like, the people, like, uh, Mankind and Mr. Saka. Like, you fucking won't forget that. Yeah. And that, I feel like you give off that image, and I, and I always say that you creatively found a way to be funny in an ironic way to get people on board. It's kind of like, it reminded me of, like, at the James Franco roast when Andy Samberg did all those, like, like they were, like, anti-roast jokes. Yeah. We're just like he's this like I'm alone and I'm a piece of like it's kind of like what Castrano does too like you guys do these like almost ironic versions of what you should be doing yeah. and everyone's just like well 
that's still funny though. Like it still lands, it still resonates yeah. with the crowd. They're like, oh, he's gonna commit to this. Yeah, he's not gonna just do this and then try to roast you. You know, totally. Well, it's always been fun to watch Sam. Like, is you're 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 a very animated guy on stage. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. As as a comic, it's always fun to see. Like, oh, he's. I wonder what he's gonna do now. Like, it's always fun to watch someone that's like he's gonna surprise you with something. Like, you're very present when you're on stage. Like, you're very like in the moment kind of comic, you know, which is very cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely. It's definitely an escape for me. I kind of disappear. Yeah, yeah. So that's fun. It's fun to watch when you're doing your set, but it's also fun to watch when you're fighting because you you kind of apply the same sort of like. You go yeah. with, like, you feel the crap, like, you feel the energy, and you kind of, that, like... That's what I love about this so much. My, my favorite, this is, like, when I first started doing it, I got I got addicted to it. I really do. I love it so much. And and the reason is, is because when you're when you're getting made fun of and you're making fun of other people, and you sit there and, and you're taking these things to these extremes, right. it's almost like a, a schoolyard bullying taken to the extreme where it becomes ridiculous and there's something about experiencing that that separates you from your person it separates you from your ego right and 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 yeah. and it gives way to that character yeah. you know what i mean yeah. where you can bring a character in it very easily because the thing is ridiculous right. to begin yeah. with yeah. you know and 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 in a weird way it brings so much love and stuff you know what i mean i can't tell you how many comedians I not necessarily had beef with beforehand, but like even oh, some shit. comedians comedy like comedy fight club is starting everybody. Yeah, like like kind of beef with ones, but but even sometimes like um people like um they show up in day of they're like really 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 like hey like I'm gonna kill you today. And I'm like laughing them like dude whatever. And by the end we're best friends, you know. Yeah, that's like, cool. Yeah, man. yeah, none of my jokes. I never really go for cutting stuff. If I do, I really weigh out the person yeah. I'm talking to and everything like that because like. Hey, I'm there to be funny, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. There, yeah. There so you're, you're a good guy. Like you, when you're doing, it's almost like you're giving like a blow, but you're like, hey, buddy, you know, like it'll be fine. Like, oh yeah, yeah. But, like, it's, it's funny to see them come around. That's more yeah. than anything. I think that's very yeah. It's, it's a cool heal, for you, it's man. A healing you did it's that. A healing part of you, part of your act. Well, no, they did it too. They did it too. You know? Yeah, but like they, their yeah. whole per, their whole attitude changes after the fight. They're like, oh shit, dude. Like I didn't realize you were gonna do something like that. And like them watching them come around and be like, oh, this person's just having fun. Yeah. And it almost it's so like a reality check for a comedian uh-huh, yeah, when we yeah, talk yeah. about this as a stand-up is like you kind of sometimes forget and maybe I don't know how much you do because I feel like you you really are having like a fucking great time when you're up there even in open mics you know and that's hard to kind of just lose yourself up there and be okay with the fact that you're in a room full of assholes now as a I'm saying as like now like but my point is that to have fun is such a crucial element to this yeah and if you don't yeah. show people you're having fun yeah you're always having fun up there yeah That's really you know what thing. you know what actually this is a moment that changed my life uh, back when I was uh, uh, doing stand up comedy I was doing stand up comedy with this uh, a comedian uh, this is when I first started out in LA this guy named Joe and stuff I ended up on this show it was a bringer show and uh, and me and this guy named Joe were non-bringers and stuff. And he was a buddy of mine, and still is, you know what I mean? And uh, and uh, anyway, so we're sitting there, and uh, the guy who runs the show comes out, and he goes, uh, he goes, okay, uh, Sam and Joe, since you guys are the non-bringers on this bringer show, you're gonna have to either go first or last. Which you want? And he gives me the choice first. He goes, right. Sam, you got the choice. And I said, uh, I said, uh, oh, I, I think I'm gonna go last because like I was very like I, I didn't I wanted the crowd to be warmed up. I was yeah. only a few months into stand-up comedy. Yeah, right. like, four or five months in you know and uh and you know now i'm like six years like like uh, basically five and a half six years and um and so essentially uh this guy uh mike leaves and and joe uh joe's like hey i'll go up first and stuff of course 
And this guy leaves, and Joe goes, hey, he goes, uh, you know, Sam, why did you turn down first? And I go, oh, you know, I wanted, you know, to go towards the end. I wanted the crowd. He goes, yeah, he goes, but a lot of people are going to leave. Yeah, and he yeah, goes, yeah, yeah. And he goes, he goes, you know, so you're going to have the most people up front. And then he looks at me, and he goes, bro, you're not getting famous. <laughs> and, 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 and it was this thing that he said that clicked with me. It clicked with me. And it made me realize that uh, fame is so incremental. So incredibly incremental that yeah. you're not getting famous tonight. And so anytime I go up on stage, I'm not getting famous tonight. I'm only able to get better. That's yeah. the only thing that's I can possibly do today. That's, I that's like that quote. Point. Yeah. I really do. That's a beautiful yeah. thing. And it, it's so unfortunate. That's, that we can be dude, that is a good fucking takeaway from that. It changed my life, man, when he said it. It's awesome. It, it sucks that there are a lot of comedians out there that don't really give a shit about this, and they care more about what accolades am I going to get out of this. It's almost empty validation when it, at the end of the day, just remember the reason you like comedy is because it made you feel better. And as much as like it's not going to make you happy, the times that you have the best, you have to remember, is from comedy. It's not because you got Conan. It's because you got SNL or Seth Meyers, whatever it is. It's because you got laughs. No, but, yeah. but that, people that, enjoyed you. That's yeah. that's but yeah, that's that's, but, no, that's no, but no. that overlaps is that what you're saying like getting like those credits, it's still not gonna make you famous. It's just you're getting better, and yeah. and the, the, you're developing. Yeah, and then the and, and I don't I don't want to knock people chasing stuff. You know, what I mean, you yeah. have to you have to go out there and do that. You have to hit milestones and everything yeah. like that. Right, I guess no. I guess just the thing is that like uh, even with those milestones, fame is just so incremental oh, that yeah. really the only it's reasonable bad. thing that you can do every single time is you get on fun? stage is just to do your best yeah. and just to have fun. And that's what doing your best is. Actually, there's uh, um, um, uh, there's another comedian. Uh, I'll, I'll name this guy because. Uh, uh, I, I do this guy is one of those dudes who came from the bottom and he worked so hard to get where he is. His name is Jamar Neighbors. Uh-huh. And uh, and one time we were hanging out and he told me, he goes, uh, hey. And, and it was something I had a sense of and stuff and we were talking about it, but hearing him say it because he was just a guy who had been around a lot longer and he and he was just he just a hilarious dude, just a brilliant guy. Yeah. And he said, uh, never try to make the audience laugh. I always try to make yourself laugh. And, and, I, and I learned that from him, you know, always try to make yourself laugh, never try to make the audience laugh. And I think that that's an interesting thing because the better you get at that, the better you get at being able to make yourself laugh despite who's there, the more it's like contagious. It's like yeah. when you find home that, it's like very contagious and all of a sudden the audience sees through your eyes. Yeah. They see what they didn't see was funny before, but now they see it. But like all if of a you sudden. believe it's funny, they're going to believe it's funny too. Absolutely. Yes, yeah, Absolutely. exactly. Yeah. Which exactly. I sometimes think that laughing on stage, sometimes it helps. It helps, yeah. yeah. It makes it a bit funnier. But um, we're going to wrap it up here, Sam. But, uh, uh, dude, thank Sam, you, guys. Dude. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate Brad, it, man. Thank you, thank you so you much. Too, man. Thank you, guys. All right, thank guys. This has been the Brunch Club Podcast. At the, uh, fly, we're going to go watch Fight Club, man. Um, if you guys like what you hear, uh, you can leave us a review on iTunes. Uh, come on, you know, if you like us, let us know how much you love us. You hate us? Tell us what we need to work on. You know, we're, we're comics. We're trying to build ourselves. We're like the Knicks. Um, <laughs> or the Mets. Or the Mets, like Santee's Mets. Um, like fucking Mets. Uh, if you would like to uh, follow us on Instagram, we're Brunch Buddies Podcast. Uh, follow us on Twitter, at Brunch underscore Buddies. Like us on Facebook. Hey, guys, uh, if you want to follow me uh, on Instagram, Twitter, I'm at Dammit underscore Brad. Like me on Facebook. Uh, me, Santi, and our good friend Gracie will be also heading to the great Stevens College. You won't be able to go. It's a 
private fundraiser that we're performing on. We're doing a corporate gig, guys. Basically, I guess. We're not getting paid corporate rate, I'll tell you that. Yeah. Uh, but it's a great opportunity. And we also have uh, It Matters this Friday at 7 o'clock in New York Comedy Club. It Matters, $5 tickets. Santi, plug away. Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Santiago Comic. Um, don't forget, It Matters happens this Friday. Uh, I'm gonna we're gonna publish this episode probably tonight or tomorrow morning so that people get access to this. Um, and then come to Comedy Fight Club. It's every Sunday here at Lovecraft. It's Bar. free and it's fun. And the drinks are pretty cheap, and the comics are even cheaper. Okay. <laughs> uh, Booyah! Boom. All right, everybody. Thank you, guys. Thank you, bye.